The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Thank you for joining this podcast. Our text today is taken from the Gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 11, verse 2 to 11. When John heard in prison what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Blessed is the man who does not fall away on account of me. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in king's palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you the truth, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you today for this privilege that you have given to thy servant. And I pray, God, that as many, O Lord, that will listen to this podcast will be blessed, O God, and they will come to that place where they will be able to manage their expectations for the things to come as they trust in you. Thank you, Father, for answering these prayers in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon-coming King. Amen. The title of this podcast is Unmanaged Expectation. Unmanaged Expectation. Previously, I preached from the book of Matthew chapter 3 verse 1 to 12. So in verse number 11, John the Baptist affirmed Jesus Christ as the promised Messiah who would redeem and restore Israel. He said, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Also, 
in the book of John chapter 1 verse 29. John said that Jesus Christ was definitely the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And yet, when confronted with reality, he questioned the validity of his primary confession of Jesus Christ being the promised one. Clearly, in spite of his undisputed call of God and assignment as the forerunner of Jesus Christ, our passage today appropriately demonstrates that John the Baptist was indeed a normal human being who is predisposed to doubt when his expectations are not met. Dear friends, I wonder if, like me, your expectation has ever been dashed whether in your private life or in your public life or even as a Christian. As human beings, we are definitely going to experience a time of unmet expectations. And this is because, again, we are human. And there's nothing that should make you to feel ashamed of that or afraid. This is because God himself understand this. Even if your answer is in the affirmative that you have been disappointed by God before or by people, you are within your right to be simply because you are human. We are wired to expect. We live by expectation. When we are born, we are expected to grow up and contribute positively to society. When we go to bed at night, we expect to wake up the next day and that is why when people fail to wake up because they had died the previous night, we are disappointed. In short, brothers and sisters, we live by expectation all the days of our lives on earth. There are, however, about three kinds of expectation that affect us intensely that I would like to draw your attention to today. They are expectation of optimism, expectation of pessimism, and expectation of trepidation. Whichever way they come, they have the potential to incarcerate our minds which is the most important thing here today. Unmanaged expectations can negatively disturb our emotion and cause us great anxiety that can destroy us eventually. This is the reason why we have to constantly manage our expectation by keeping them in check. The reason why expectations are so powerful is because it forms the structure of our worldviews and they are also the catalyst that propels us forward in whatever ambition we have. Expectation transports us from one state of being to the other, even if only in our minds. And more importantly, if you are a believer, they form the fundamental part of our belief in God. But they also commandeer our minds as to what God must do such that should 
God fail to meet our expectations, we quickly jump into conclusions, become anxious, discouraged, and fearful. Like many of us, John the Baptist affirmed Jesus Christ to be the authentic and long-expected Messiah, and that messianic expectation gave him great confidence over and against the religious establishment and was therefore willing to stand up to them. He even called the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees coming to him to be baptized brood of vipers or pack of vipers. That was how bold John the Baptist was because he believed in the coming Messiah. But when in trouble and jail for speaking out against King Herod for taking his brother's wife Herodias, which was wrong according to the Jewish law, you find this in Matthew chapter 14 verse 1 to 4, John the Baptist is seen moving from one who is a prophet who had all the understanding to a doubting prisoner incarcerated in a cell and who by now questioned the veracity of his own confirmation that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. So in Matthew chapter 11 verse 3 he asks, are you the one who is to come or should we look for another? John is simply saying, Jesus, I am no longer sure of what I said about you, that you are the Messiah. Have I made a mistake? I can't trust myself anymore. Please, Jesus, can you confirm to me? Sometimes we are in the same dire situations too. When we get to that point in our lives where we begin to renegate on our previous uh, confirmation that God has called us, that we believe in God, that we trust in God, but because something happened, but because things begin to go against us, we begin to act like John the Baptist. John was in prison. He thought Jesus would come for him, but Jesus didn't come. And then he questioned if Jesus was the Messiah. John the Baptist was right. This is because in the book of Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1, it reads this way. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be free. Now he's in captivity. He's a prisoner of conscience. And Jesus was supposed to go there at once and have him released, but he didn't. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Instead, he just sent words about what he was doing. Maybe 
he expected John the Baptist to rethink or figure out his identity as the Messiah, as the true Messiah, as the promised one. Have you ever been in a situation like this yourself? Where you desperately want to be sure that you were not mistaken. I have been there many times. Brothers and sisters, the real trouble here is that the integrity of John's messianic expectation is in doubt and at worst imprisoned. He is disappointed with the outcome because he has failed to manage his own expectation about the character and the designation of the Messiah. In fact, his myopic view had beclouded his mind such that he couldn't see anymore. Sometimes we too can deliberately imprison ourselves with our own perspective of the kingdom of God by trying to relegate the mission of God to the dimension of our expectations. Failing to understand that we do not have the capability to encapsulate God's plan in our prefabricated container, we act in the way John has acted. When we are confronted with unfavorable realities such as illness, loss of job, bereavement, natural and man-made disasters, we question God. God, why me? God, why now? But you see, my friend, God does not really owe us any explanation because he is God. The Apostle Paul writes in Romans chapter 9 verse 21, doesn't a porter have the right to make a fancy bowl and a plain bowl out of the same lump of clay? Also in Isaiah chapter 45 verse 9, we hear this. What sorrow awaits those who argue with their creator? Does a clay pot argue with its maker? Does a clay dispute with the one who shapes it? Saying, stop, you are doing it wrong. Does the pot exclaim, how clumsy can you be? We cannot question the mastery and the wisdom of God. We are likewise not called to know the technicalities of divine actions, but to trust and to obey. That is the only way to live a fulfilled life on this side of eternity because God is a righteous judge and we can trust him to judge righteously even when it differs from our own expectations. To achieve this state we must learn daily the act of managing our expectation so that we cannot be disappointed because God have his own way. There are things that God has designated in this life and there is nothing we can do to change them. But what we can do on our part is to recognize this and key ourselves into what God is expecting. Our ways are not his ways. We ask God, brothers and sisters, to give us endurance. Instead, God gave us persecution. Because in persecution, we grow to be patient so that we can understand the pains and sufferings of the least amongst us, of the last amongst us, and the lost amongst us. 
A faith which is not tested can never be trusted. We ask God for easy life. But you see, my brothers and sisters, God gave us deeper life instead. He wants to bring us closer to himself. In that way, we understand that closeness with God is everything. And whether we suffer or enjoy, once we are close and walk deeply with God, we can understand the heartbeat of God, which is the missio day, the mission of God here on planet Earth. We pray that God should destroy our enemies. But you know what, brothers and sisters? God didn't destroy our enemies. God didn't kill them. Because he wants us to learn that true love is by loving those who hate us. Those who despise us. We wanted a straight road to walk on, but no, God led us through a crooked path so that we can learn to trust God's judgment. Our unmanaged expectations imprisons us in our own self-made prison, which is why each time we sense disappointment, we reinforce the walls of our prison cell John the Baptist was in a physical jail, but the self-constructed jail was more devastating than the material one. John knew that his job on this side of eternity was to announce the coming of the Messiah, who is Jesus Christ. He was an ambassador, and once his assignment was complete, he must be recalled home. Advent it's a time to realign our expectations with the mission plan of God. It is time to reconnect back to his purpose so that we will not challenge the legitimacy of Jesus Christ as the savior of the world. This realignment of our expectation may cause us some discomfort a little, but we must be willing to let go of our expectation of God and embrace God's. I do not know what your expectation of Christianity was. I don't know what you expected when you decided to listen to this podcast today. But whatever your expectation was, you must let it go now because only you can free yourself from this self-imprisonment of expectation. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 89 says this, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Brothers and sisters, even when Jesus received John's messengers, rather than answering, yes, I am the Messiah, or no, I am not the Messiah. Instead, he simply said, Go tell John what you hear and see. The blind see, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news proclaimed to them. 
here we see that Jesus Christ never needed to enter into any argument with John the Baptist or try to prove to John that he was indeed the Messiah. And what he simply said to them was what was needed to be said. Jesus Christ didn't need to apologize. He didn't need to make a case for himself because his actions speak louder than words. As I bring uh, to conclusion this podcast, my brothers and sisters, I want you to know that Jesus has a simple message for us today. The message is this. He does not have to meet our expectation. Rather, we must look at the bigger picture, away from our individual interest, away from vested interest. He said in Matthew chapter 11, verse number 6, Blessed is one who takes no offense at me. In other words, those who trust in me, regardless of what they can get from it, will be blessed. To do that, we must continue to manage our expectations of God in our lives. If we understand these principles, then we can live with other people too. Because we will not be disappointed even when our expectations are unmet. We will trust God for everything. Finally, May the season of Advent bring us new perspective about God's expectation instead of our own expectation. God never fails. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you once again for this podcast and for as many that has listened to this podcast i pray that they will all come to that place where they will never be disappointed by the things around them by the things in the world because they put their trust in you and lord teach us how to manage our expectation of you and indeed of our surrounding i thank you lord as we progress into the new year that you will bless us all in the name of jesus christ amen my hope is built on nothing less than jesus blood and righteousness i dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on Jesus' name On Christ the solid rock I stand All other ground is sinking sand All other ground is sinking sand
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.